0: My perspective has changed entirely. This could be the opportunity to get the knowledge to help me finally take that step.
1: I was looking for the next growth challenge for me. And that's really easy to do when you have a bunch of great people with integrity and knowledge around you. There's just not a networker that I know that I feel comfortable working with.
0: I'd say embrace it. Embrace a different way of, of living. You can do
2: it, you just have to start. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Accelerator Podcast. Hey, what's up, team? This is Scott Mackis, and today I'm excited to share the latest Real Estate Investing Accelerator podcast episode, where Buddy Rushing, the founder of White Feather Investments, and the leader of the Accelerator, interviews Jess and Casey Finnegan. Jess and Casey met at West Point in the class of 2001, where they both participated in athletics. Casey played hockey, and Jess played lacrosse. Following graduation, both Jess and Casey executed multiple combat deployments from 02 to 2009. They transitioned from the service in 2010 in order to grow their civilian career and raise three young children. Casey and Jess's passion for real estate began in 2002 with the purchase of their first home. They are some of the highest achieving investors we know, selling one property through a 1031 exchange, buying a short-term rental, a primary home, a fourplex investment property in Tennessee, and an eight-plex apartment building in Arkansas, not to mention a single-family rental in Georgia, just for fun. And that's just the beginning. In this episode, we discuss why Casey and Jess joined the Real Estate Investing Accelerator while living in Dubai, the story behind their first investment property, how Casey and Jess are using self-directed IRAs to invest in real estate, why a trusted network is essential to their success, and what Casey and Jess have achieved since moving back to the US. I hope you enjoy this episode of the Real Estate Investing Accelerator podcast.
0: All right, this one is a little bit of a blast from the past, if you will. Uh, Casey and Jess were rock stars from one of our first accelerators, actually. I've been fascinated with your story since the beginning. Even when you were in the accelerator, it was fascinating to me for a lot of reasons that we're going to cover. Um, and and you guys just, you have taken, you know, what you learned and the people that you met, and you've just run with it in so many intriguing ways. And uh, like I've told, you know, other people who, who I've interviewed uh, for this series, the goal is to recognize what you've done. Sure. But really it's about anybody who's listening to this and, you know, statistically about a thousand people will probably listen to it um, with the platforms we're going to put it on. And that's all of our types of people, military people, right? A lot of service Academy grads will listen to this. A lot of, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of West pointers will listen to it. And, the goal is to basically highlight what you've done, so that um, anybody who resonates with that message can be inspired by it. So Casey and Jess Finnegan originally like applied for the accelerator, and they heard about it through a friend of theirs who had gone through a, the previous accelerator. Travis, you know, they they were they basically what I respected so much about how Jess put it is she essentially was like. I'm going to do this. Right. She didn't really ask permission to join the course. She said, I'm I'm gonna be a part of your next course. And I I was like intimidated. And so I was like, well, I guess okay. All right. I guess we'll say yes. Greg, find out a little bit about them. And so anyway, you guys came in together. You were really the first couple per se that really joined in together and just did a fantastic job in the accelerator. I'm not gonna ruin all the fun. I'll let you guys do a little bit of the talking, but Tell me that. Like, so you guys, what was interesting about your situation, you were in Dubai, right? Yeah. You're not in the United States. You're in a completely different time zone. You have to VPN your way to even be a part of the Zoom meetings, which, you know, is a headache in and of itself. And you've got a full, I mean, you both were like fully engaged out there as contractors and and, you know, business owners. And I mean, you just had a ton going on. So why in the world would you not say to yourself, you know what, let's wait till we get back to the States, right? That would have been the same thing to do. Just wait till we get back to the States because there's no way we can add another thing onto our plate, but you didn't do that. Why would you want to join an accelerator that was going to take up so much time and, you know, force you to take action, basically? That's the whole hallmark of the accelerator is we don't, you know, can't just sit back. So what was your thought process?
1: Well so so, first, um just to give a shout out to to Travis Krug, who is a very close friend of ours and classmate he um He definitely told us just so much about his experience with the accelerator and and kind of where you guys were at the time. Casey and I had always like we 've always been interested in real estate we had you know, two or maybe even three um, properties in the States when we first moved overseas. So we left Bragg, we were going to rent our, um, our primary residence, not knowing how long we were going to be in Dubai and knew like, that's the great, you know, we, we loved the concept of it, less flipping, but just real estate in general, but didn't know A lot of like the ins and outs and all the different options and what a great network can also do. So, Travis, you know, he was just talking about it one day at work and had me listen to, you know, something. And I was like, we've got to get in on this. I don't know how they pick the people, but we're in. (laughs) I don't care who I have to talk to Naval Academy, Air Force Academy, let's do it. So, Casey and I just said, we're going to. Like let's carve out the time um and, and commit to it as a as a team too, which mm-hmm. really does help, you know, when we're both on board and then so much see where it goes. And and you guys like you definitely had us. It was Greg did interview me. I will state that for the record. He okay, was, good. He was in the interview chair and, and he he was <laughs> he was stepping us out. And what do you guys really expect to do from overseas? But we had disposable income we wanted to invest in we were looking at what options were there and honestly the accelerator was it just it really was a a turning point for how serious we got um with our our real estate investments in our portfolio and then really Casey took it you know he took over in our house you know shortly after I started and it's been full swing um so I, I won't talk the whole time yeah
0: again. no So that's that's right. And that was an interesting part for me because I didn't know Casey. I had no idea who he was, what he looked like, any of that other stuff, because I had only talked to you. And Mm -hmm. I even when we entered you guys into our database, I did not. I had Jess Finnegan. Right. Mm -hmm. That's and, and it was all Jess Finnegan and your email address and everything. And it probably was a couple of months into the accelerator before I realized how much of a role Casey was actually playing. And then eventually, like you said, it stepped up and, it, and it's, and now you guys are, to me, you're, you're one unit. Like it's, it's, it's Casey and Jess or Jess and Casey. Like it, it, to me, that's how I see you guys now. Um, but you guys didn't just take the course. You dominated the course. You, you were the top achiever in the course. And that is something that, um, like I was mentioning to Tony Briggs, who um, I interviewed yesterday, he was top achiever for in the, the class after yours. You're in a uh, a course with 30 other service academy grads, and not not just service academy grads, people who graduated from the service academy and achieved success in life. So, it's success in 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 at the academy it was hard. To, obviously, we all know it's hard to get into, hard to succeed. Success in the military afterwards, and success in life. So triple success, 30 people all pushed to action. It's like having a bunch of lions in a den, right? And there's only three people that we recognize, the honor grad, the top achiever, and the rookie of the year. And you guys were were one of those three. So you didn't just take the course, you dominated it from overseas with full-time jobs, both of you while investing, the only way you can become the top achiever is if you take the most action and the most varied type of action. My God, talk me through all of the stuff that you did in the accelerator and then talk me through what you've done since then. And and just bear in mind that this is a short interview. So I know you guys have done a lot, but kind of rapid fire me through
3: all that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things that resonated with us is is I think something you said at the very beginning. And and obviously it's like the tagline of just taking action. We were in a good spot, like Jess said, to have some disposable income and and we had done everything wrong with real estate investing. You know, we'd like (laughs) hung on to properties that we shouldn't have hung on to and yada yada yada. So it was awesome to get the education and then and then put it to use. So one of the things Jess and I committed to when we took the accelerator was like we're gonna we're gonna do something with this. We're not gonna it's not like just reading the book or taking a right. course. We we wanted to do something with it. So you know, kind of out of the gates, we we purchased a single family home um, outside of Fort Benning uh, through White Feather, and that experience was was awesome. Um, you know, it was it was. It took us out of our comfort zone because every previous property we had either lived in or, you know, family was right mm-hmm. next to it. We didn't really have the experience of like a trusted property management company, um, you know, just relying on other people within the network. So it was it was interesting. It was it was it wasn't like a super expensive house. It's actually an awesome investment property. It's done well for us ever but it was like, holy crap, like we're, we're gonna have a house at Fort Benny and that we're just going to totally rely on a property management company. Never been inside. I'll, I'll <laughs> never will go inside it. I'll probably never, <laughs> I'll probably never drive by it, whatever. So right. that was like this whole shift for us in, in our investment thinking. And to be honest, like, you know, again, plug for the accelerator. Cause I, I love doing it is like the, the network that we have, like knowing I could call you knowing I could call Greg, and if I ever had any issues with it, it, was like such a it just allowed us to be like mm-hmm. let's do it like let's let's invest so yeah that that was really kicked us off and and you know introduced us to to other aspects of the network, like you know Erica with the mortgage and other things like that that we've continued to use over the last several years so yeah um and then we just sort of kept going so we we bought um a couple other properties we did, what we took our, we took our uh, IRAs from, um, you know, traditional IRAs That's and right. people, put them into self-directed. We both bought a couple homes in, in our, you know, four total inside that, which was an awesome, unique learning experience as well. Um,
0: With to- seller financing, right?
3: Seller right. finance properties. Right. So another, another thing that we had never done, um, we kind of, <laughs> we sandwiched a bunch of stuff we hadn't done together on that one. So that was pretty cool. And, and it's just been, those homes are just such a cool way to acquire properties that like, I would never would have known that if I didn't yeah. take the course, never, not even a million years, because even now, like as we're buying uh, a house here, or, you know, we're actually going to build a house. It's like, I'm explaining to like loan officers about yeah. how I can have a home in my IRA. It's not a known thing, right? Like it yeah. is, it is, but it isn't. So that's been really cool. And then, you know, we, we've acquired a, a handful of single families. We were fortunate enough to get in on uh, the fourplex in my land, which was like, a, you know, we threw our hat in on that, like really early on. And we were, we had like, I think you remember we had the house in North Carolina that we were forever trying to sell. um, And we did, and we actually ended up having two, we ended up doing two 1031 exchanges this past year, which again, I like sort of vaguely knew about, but wouldn't have had the confidence, honestly, to probably do it. Otherwise, uh, you know, just knowing that I could. Buy a couple more properties with that, so I wasn't like freaking out about like the forty five days and closing in one hundred and eighty days, all that kind did of stuff. Did you use ten thirty one money to buy the fourplex? We yeah. did, yeah. Oh, but it, was, cool. North, I forgot it was North Carolina. It was
1: a different. It one. was
3: a property that we did everything wrong, but happened to appreciate that we had in Virginia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that one, was, <laughs> we got lucky on that one, but you know, again, like. Just the patience of the guys at Milan and everything else was a result of the the network, a result of being part of the network and them understanding that we weren't just messing around. We were still, you know, fully invested in getting that property.
0: That's right. That's right. Cause we there was a lot of delay in getting your property sold for the 1031. And we right. pushed escrow back like months for you. We
1: were the the last people in 2019. The last,
0: the last. That's right. That's right. And I had to talk to Walker and talk him off a ledge on that
3: one. 100%. I know you. And I said,
0: you know what though? I remember this is all crazy for me because this is like a year ago, but I remember saying him, listen, brother, like, this is me saying this Casey and Jess are, our people like, they're gonna perform. And I had no idea if you were gonna perform. But I, did, I didn't know if you were. I knew you were trying, but yeah. trying and actually getting it done in two different things. If, you can, if nobody's gonna buy your house to free up the 1031 money, then nobody's gonna buy it. What, what can you do? Right. And I was like, just hold on. He was like, I gotta close out by the end of the year. I was like, and when did you actually close? December
3: Yeah, December- like 20th. 20th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <God, that's> crazy. <laughs> and
1: we were one of the first people to say, hey, we want in on this. And then we just like a
0: year, almost a year prior, right? Right. Like, like nine months. Wow. I'd forgotten that. It's crazy. So what about since then, we got about eight minutes left. So what about, um, after you closed on the fourplex in Milan, which was five months after you had graduated the accelerator, right? So you were far out of the accelerator. Well, how's your 2020 been? You guys came back from uh, Dubai, you've been in the United States for a little while. What what have you
3: done since then? Yep. So we got back here. We're in Minnesota, which is where I'm from originally. Um, and I, I we sort of just hit on it. But 2020 was really like the year of the 1031 for us. So we, you know, right at the end of 2019, we closed on the, the one in my land. We also then ended up selling our North Carolina house. And we used that. 1031 again used Dua and, and the other folks in the network so we're in the process of we bought a house on the on a lake here which is going to be our forever home so we're going to be building that over the next uh you know, eight to eight nine months um but we, we we did all of that and then now really like it's funny because Jess and I were sort of talking it's like we want to like get back into acquiring properties right so it's mm-hmm. like we had this 2019 was like this whirlwind of acquiring property. <laughs> you know, with my land, with the four doors on my land, and the ones we a couple that we had previously, we have 13 doors, um, Jeez. right now, which is amazing, right? It's an it's it's amazing to, to think about, but we want you know, our goal has been to get to, to 20, and you know, I think really where we'll probably focus after we get this house built is, um, you know trying to acquire more multifamily, maybe moving into some larger multifamily stuff, but that's what, you know. Yeah, and some short-term
0: rental stuff. You would know you were talking about some short-term rental stuff out there on the lake, right?
3: Yep. Yep. So we did, we did some short-term rental stuff, uh, which was super profitable. Uh, what we ran into was just the the rules, right? So they they yeah. cl- they clamped down on the rules. And we just said enough's enough. Like it was, yep. it was going to be a real headache. So we, we just said forget it. And we ended up selling that place uh, that we had on a lake that was further up north. Um, so we're sort of out of the short term rental game. I loved it. Honestly, it was, it was awesome. But I think single family and multifamily is sort of our, our future.
0: Well, I'll get you back in it. We've got, uh, they were the class after you, I think. You know, Carly and Jared, yep. the Costa you know, or at least, you know, of them, right? Yeah. Uh, West Point grads as well. Um, they went through and do the course and um, ended up moving out to Jacksonville, Florida and setting up a short term rental business. And they are killing it. I've invested in every single deal that they've done. And the last deal that they did was for the first time. I remember, you, you don't know if you guys remember me saying this, but for like two and a half, almost three years, Everybody was approaching me. Do a white feather syndication. Do a white feather syndication. Raise capital. Do a white feather. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Won't do it. Won't do it. They are the first ones who have who convinced me to do it. So we created our first white feather syndication um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it was a baby capital. It's like 400k. So I didn't involve everybody. But you guys will definitely be a part of the next one as we do more of these. And they're short term rentals. So it's a way for you to get into the short term rental game. And uh, anyway, so you guys. Yeah, I I will, you know, I will say that the fact that you were able to do so much to become the top achievers from Dubai, for the love of God, with full-time jobs and 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 again, you don't have the ability to just pick up the phone and call a property manager in St. Louis. You don't you know what I'm saying? Like you're different you, you have to VPN to get access to network. You have to do all of this stuff. You had a lot of obstacles and a lot of excuses that you could have used. And that's like a lot of people that are listening to this are going to have. happen. you got little kids, you've got a job, you've got, you're moving, you're PCSing, right? Fill in the blank of excuses, but that's what they are. They're excuses, right? And you guys have embodied that lack of excuses, or rather you just don't, you have, you never seem to have paid attention to the reasons you shouldn't have done something. And as a result, You've done an amazing amount of stuff. And I don't know, It just it's always been super inspirational to me, both the, the fact that you're a team and that you both pull equal weight. I know that I can talk to Jess, I can talk to Casey about the investments. You're both going to know what's going on. You're both going to ask intelligent questions. You're both going to be decisive. So it doesn't really matter which one of you I talk to. Like, you're the same, you know, you're the same. And, and that is rare. That's so rare to have to a team where, where both people pull equal weight. And and you just, like I said, you know, you're an inspiration to me as well. Cause you know, I'm like everybody else, I'm tempted to make excuses as to why I can't do things. And, uh, so anyway, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys taking the time, uh, and, and kind of, I, I've really, really enjoyed traveling down memory lane here. I didn't realize, I mean, it's been, it's been two years. It's been two years since you first started the Accelerator. That's crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks,
3: Thanks, buddy. buddy.
0: Good to see you. See
1: you.
2: Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Investing Accelerator podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with a fellow military veteran. If you would like to learn more about joining our upcoming Accelerator, please schedule a call with the team through the scheduling link in the show notes. It's that easy. The Accelerator is a six-month course for military veterans in active duty who are seeking a real estate investing community to belong to that provides inspiration, education, and problem-solving in a trusted environment. And as always, remember to dream big and take bold action.